of, of the bodybuilding podcast. Try to get this right. So if you guys can see me the best. Um, this is live on YouTube that I'm recording. What we're going to talk about uh, first today, before I get to the questions, you guys that want me to answer questions um, for this podcast, write down your comment, your questions in the live uh, comments area. So, uh, the importance of pre and intra workout nutrition. So this is really the key to really building the freak show physique is getting the insulin action and then using the pump to put nutrients from blood into your muscle um, and using insulin action to do that, okay? So most people, when they think of a pre-workout drink, they're thinking of like some kind of stimulants or something. Like that's not gonna help you. <laughs> also, another thing that people think about is like, oh, well, I need to use pre-workout uh, like oral anabolics. And again, that's not really gonna help you nearly as much as uh, delivering what needs to what the muscle needs for performance and for recovery during the workout and i would say that you know utilizing your body's natural insulin or exogenous insulin um, along with the correct combination of carbohydrates pre-digested carbohydrates and pre-digested protein is Definitely like almost as powerful as taking a cycle. Um, just what you can do with your natural body's response to this. Um, if, and if like you're on cycle, you can completely change the way your body looks um, in a matter of like a week by, by doing this method. So basically what you do is you start out um, with your pre-workout meal and you do that like an hour before your workout or an hour and a half two hours before your workout and you take a normal pre-workout meal so something like chicken and rice or chicken and eggs okay and then once your workout is going to start in a, like in a minute you like get to the gym okay this is where the protocol starts for how to get really huge and really freaky. Um, so what you're gonna do is you're, you're gonna, 15 minutes before you start working out, you're gonna take a 50 gram whey protein shake, okay? And it should definitely be like, like definitely whey protein so that it's fast absorbing, that's key here. If you don't wanna do um, whey protein, the other alternative is egg whites because this type of protein that you have to take it has to be pre-digested. So we don't want to have your body um, sending blood to the stomach and to the digestive organs during the workout. Uh, you know, we really don't want that at all. So that's why um, it's important here that you're either using whey protein or you're using egg whites because it has to be pre-digested protein that the body does not send blood to the digestive system to break down and absorb. It just passes through your system into your bloodstream. Okay, so 15 minutes pre-workout, you do the whey protein 50 grams, or you do egg whites 50 grams protein. 
And then once you begin your workout, here's where things get freaky. So the average bodybuilder burns about 200 grams of carbohydrates worth of glycogen during their workout. And so you are going to consume this amount in sugar. And so basically what's going to happen is, you know, during a workout, if you didn't consume an intra workout drink, what would happen is you'd be like, say here, your muscle glycogen stores. Okay. And once you started the workout, you'd start going down like this. And you know, you're like emptying out your muscle glycogen stores. But instead of doing that, what we're going to do is we're going to keep your muscle glycogen stores topped off during the workout. And we're actually going to increase them with super compensating. You know, if you're thinking about like building up the body and building muscle, like why would you go and do a workout and then like, you know, take things away from the muscle? Why wouldn't you be delivering things into the muscle and increasing them during the, the workout? Okay, so the kind of sugar that you need is either going to be glucose or dextrose and it needs to actually be sugar so it because it, it has to be pre-digested you know again it's the same thing as the situation with the protein we don't want there to be um, blood going to the stomach to digest any of these carbohydrates during the workout right it's, so it's got to be already processed already pre-digested and I, I mean, you know, these kind of nutrients, these pre-digested, super ultra processed nutrients, you know, if you're not, if you're doing them at other times of the day, not the workout, then they're your worst enemy. So it's only during this one time of the day where, where this is a, a different, a different, um, a different situation. Okay. So you get, you're going to have the 50 grams whey protein or egg whites, uh, 15 minutes pre-workout. Now you get into your workout and you're going to start drinking your 200 grams of carbohydrates and that's either going to be dextrose like in water or you could do it with um, some kind of like glucose candy uh, like the Haribo gummy bears that I gold bears that I recommend um, those ones are made from glucose so again it's pre-digested so you can use something like that like a dextrose or glucose candy or you could use a dextrose drink uh, and it needs to be 200 grams of carbs. And so now what you're gonna do during your workout is you're going to start getting a pump, okay? And you know, during your pump, um, you're actually delivering blood to the muscle that you're training and you're trying to grow, okay? So like say it's, it's your chest, okay? And so during this time, you want total maximum delivery of nutrients to the muscle, okay? And we've talked about before in the podcast, um, insulin is a storage hormone. It's a transport hormone. Insulin is what causes whatever's in the blood to go into cells. If you don't have insulin in your blood, whatever is in your blood doesn't go into cells. Okay, so when you're actually working out, your muscles are super, super sensitive to insulin and the fat is not sensitive to insulin. So you're able to like target what cells um, you're gonna open up. You're opening up your muscle cells during the workout when insulin is in your body. But if you have a lot of insulin at other times during the day when you're not working out, 
then you're going to be opening up your fat cells, your muscle cells, everything cells. Okay. So again, this is why, you know, using these ultra potent processed nutrients, you only do it during this time during the workout or else, you know, it backfires against you. Um, so what's going to happen is you're going to actually, you know, so say you're training your chest and you're now getting a pump. And so if you have blood that is full of the nutrients that are required um, to recover the muscle, you're going to be able to deliver them straight into the muscle um, via that pump by, by pushing all the blood into the muscle. So if you've got the, the protein, the, either the, the amino acids, the whey protein or the egg whites, and you've got that now in your system, and now you're either having the dextrose or the glucose intra-workout. And it needs to be a really large amount because especially if you're not using exogenous insulin, if you're using only your natural insulin, you need a shitload. You need your pancreas to produce a shitload of insulin. So you've got to have a lot of the sh sugars. So what's going to happen is you're going to have the, the blood and the blood because of what you ate, it's going to be and the intra-workout drink or the, the gummy bears or whatever. It's going to be full of amino acids, protein, and it's going to be full of um, carbohydrates, you know, glucose or dextrose. And then that blood is going to be flowing into the muscle you're training. In this case, we're talking about chest. So it's going to be flowing into your pectoral muscles. Okay. And then because you had this super potent spike, fast acting um, sugar carbohydrate, it releases an enormous amount of insulin from your pancreas. And the insulin is the transport hormone, the storage hormone that makes whatever's in the blood leave the blood and go into the cells, okay? So now you have this perfect situation here going where your muscles are more sensitive to this storage hormone, this building hormone, this anabolic hormone, insulin. They're more sensitive to this right now during your workout than at any other time of the day. Your blood is full of the amino acids and carbohydrates that your muscle needs to recover from the workout and grow and get bigger and you have the most uh, amount of insulin in your blood that you're ever going to have um, during the day while that specific tissue that you're training is the most sensitive it's ever going to be and you're physically pushing blood in there through getting a pump so basically you know what what you're going to be doing is like your workout it, as you're breaking down the muscle and stimulating the muscle, you're going to be basically like connecting a jet of, of nutrients, a jet of protein and carbohydrates that is going to be going directly into your muscle cells. So the insulin, it drives, it drives the protein and the glucose in your blood across the cell into the muscle cell, across the cell membrane into the muscle cell. Um, and so the first thing you'll notice when you're training like this is, is you know, an, an insane, insane pump. And, and you'll be like, you know, what the hell? And then about two to three days after doing workouts like this, you'll start to look at your body and you look so much different. It's, it's like, what the hell is happening to my body? You know, this is how you grow super fast or, or like change your appearance super fast. This is it's like more of sarcoplasmic hypertrophy, but sarcoplasmic hypertrophy leads to more like strength gains and um, 
more fuel storage, uh, able to do more volume with heavy weights, which then is like leads to myofibrillar um, hypertrophy, which is where the the more of the fibers are growing, whereas sarcoplasmic hypertrophy is more of like you're filling up the muscle to its maximum, expanding the cell volume. Um, so anyways, that's how you do it. So, so if you understand that you, you start at pre-workout 15 minutes, egg whites, drinking, they have to be liquid, or whey protein, and then during the workout, um, 200 grams of either the Horrible Gold Bears glucose or the 200 grams of dextrose in water. You drink that. And then you pump the blood that now is full of these nutrients that you need for the muscle to um, get bigger. You pump those nutrients directly into the muscle by getting a pump in that muscle um, and filling that muscle with the blood that is full of the nutrients. Um, and then the insulin that you release from the huge amount of fast-acting carbohydrates, 200 grams of um, carbohydrates, um, pile drives or forces the nutrients across the cell membrane into the muscle cells like a jet inside of them. And you'll, if you, if you do this, um, you'll notice a transformation of the look of your body um, within two to three days starting this, you will really look different. Uh, so that's, that's how it works. Um, major, this is, this is like the whole theory of how, um, insulin works in bodybuilding. Like I was just now explaining to you guys how to do, um, how to manipulate your body's own natural insulin production instead of like, you know, using exogenous insulin, in order to like make gains with insulin. I was telling you guys how you can use your natural insulin that your body, your pancreas creates in order to make gains, targeted muscle gains with insulin, okay? So when people are using injectable insulin and they're doing it the right way that doesn't give you organ growth and, and an insulin gut, they're using it just to supplement this process and they're using it, you know, during the workout, um, or, or only post workout, um, in order to supplement this process and make it pharmacological instead of, you know, utilizing your body's natural insulin, people that get insulin guts, you know, big, you know, huge guts that's from using the insulin all day long, because then it's in a not targeted manner. Um, the non-targeted manner is where, you know, during the workout, you have this extreme insulin sensitivity only in your muscles. But other times of the day, that's not the case. But people try to use growth hormone in order to sense, to desensitize the fat cells so that then they're kind of like trying to use injectable insulin, not around the workout, but then desensitize their fat cells to the effects of insulin so that they can still target their muscle cells. That's kind of the theory of how they're doing that or why someone would use insulin throughout the day, not during, um, not during their workout or immediately post-workout. But this kind of thing leads to um, non-targeted. It, it's not as targeted as, as doing it, you know, intra-workout, immediately post-workout, as far as the only going to uh, muscle cells. And it leads to more stuff like organ growth, heart growth, out-of-control IGF-1 levels, um, you know, big gut, uh, stuff like that. 
Um, so anyways, yeah, I hope you guys now, you understand what is insulin's application in bodybuilding. And uh, now you understand how to apply um, your body's own natural insulin to bodybuilding. And I definitely consider this to be the key, like, like using, using anabolics, using male hormones is one of the keys to like size and well, yeah. And, and, you know, growing bigger in general, but the key to getting that really freaky look that really freaky pumped out, uh, you know, you know, really full, uh, box shoulders, um, uh, you know, muscles that look like boom, 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 coming out like this, um, you know, you know, like steps on a staircase, um, going up, up and down your body, uh, really freaky pumped out, um, looking, looking muscles where you've got the bodybuilding look. It doesn't just look like you're, you know, you're, you're a big dude, but it looks like you're on fucking medicine. <laughs> This thing that I'm talking to you guys about right now, um, about with with manipulating your body's insulin, this is the key to do to to producing that look. Um, and and then you know, exogenous insulin, which means insulin that you're taking from outside the body and putting it in the body. That's what exogenous means. That's just like a way to make this process pharmacological and to to make it more. Uh, potent. Um, I I don't use insulin, but I uh, in, injectable insulin. You know, I don't use that. But um, someone was asking in the comments just now. But I do use this um, uh, protocol of uh, of uh, manipulating my body's own insulin production, and I've definitely like uh, practiced it like into a science and, and used it with other people too and, and had, you know, really extreme results with them. Um, some competitors that I work with that, you know, have top tier bodybuilding genetics, you know, it's been a night and day difference with them too. So that's, that's how it's worked. I, you know, a lot of people are going to be skeptical, like what, 200 grams of sugar? <laughs> well, it's 800 calories. It's 800 calories, and and you know, aren't aren't you um, burning around 800 calories during your workout? I mean, I think you would if you're working really hard, um, or don't you think that you could? So basically, you know, I'm not saying again. It's it's targeting this only in one time of the day, and if you're using injectable insulin, it would be the same thing. You only targetedly use insulin if you don't want to get a gut, if you don't want to look like these modern bodybuilders. You would only use it. Um, you know, like pre-workout, but you know, I'm not recommending that. And I don't do that. I, I use my body's own insulin, uh, to do this process. And, and that, that's what I recommend you to do too. And, and, um, uh, you know, it makes sense this, this process, you know, and again, like as far as male hormones go, you know, testosterone, etc. you know, the only thing that they do is they manipulate what your body does with the food that you take. Their main mechanism of action is the anabolism, the building up the retention of the dietary proteins that you eat. So the main thing that the testosterone and other male hormones you may be taking 
that it does is it takes the protein you eat from your diet, providing you have enough calories from the other food, you know, you have enough fats and carbohydrates so that you're not in a calorie deficit, you're in a calorie normal or a calorie surplus, then the anabolics, the hormones, take the dietary proteins that you're eating and they make your body store them. And when your body stores the proteins, that's muscle on your body. So you know how when you eat meat, what's the main thing, what's the main macronutrient you get from eating meat? Well, it's protein because the actual fibers of muscle tissue are made out of protein. Um, and so that's what your muscle is made out of. And if you want more muscle tissue fiber, you need to be accumulating more protein in your body. Uh, muscle tissue is your body's storage depot for protein. So when you're thinking about what do my, what do my, um, what does my testosterone do? What is the mechanism of action? What is it doing for me? It's retaining the dietary proteins you eat. So you want to make sure that your dietary proteins are super high, man, super high, because you know, that's the mechanism of action of the testosterone, the, the gear that you're taking, what it does is it manipulates the dietary proteins that you eat and makes it so that your body accumulates them, which where, where does, where does the protein come from when you eat, when you eat, when you eat, you know, you're eating meat. What is the meat made out of? What is the meat? It's muscles. And what is it made out of? Well, it's made out of proteins. That's the macronutrients you get from it. It's the same thing on your freaking body. So if you want to accumulate more muscle, then you want to accumulate more of the dietary proteins that you're eating. That's what the mechanism of action of male hormones, testosterone is. It's accumulating more protein from your diet. The uh, testosterone doesn't have any magical muscle building quantity abilities. It won't build any muscle for you if you're not having your diet, um, you know, being conducive to building that muscle. So uh, it's, it, you know, obviously, you know, with, with um, bodybuilding, I'd say the order of importance goes diet and then anabolics and then training. I, I would say that that's the order of importance. And, you know, not one of those factors doesn't work very good without all three going at the same time too. So even though I, you know, ranked them diet first, most important anabolic, second important um, training, third important, I, you know, they're very close in, in, in importance. The order of them being one in front of the other is not very much more. They're, it's all three factors have to be going at the same time in order to really get a good effect. Um, and if one factor is fucked up, then the whole thing is pretty much fucked. So, you know, saying that all three, uh, um, anabolics, diet, um, training are equal in importance, like 33% or one third each, that's pretty accurate. Uh, but definitely diet is the most important factor. There's no question about it. And the mechanism of action of um, anabolics, of hormones, of testosterone and hormones like it, is that they make your body accumulate dietary protein. So anyway, since that's their mechanism of action, you want your protein to be super high, man. So, you know, if you're not eating at least 300 
grams of protein per day, just pack it up, man. Just don't even try. Don't even try to do bodybuilding. Uh, you don't need to be taking no hormones if you're not eating 300 grams of protein per day. It's, it's, it's like, what the hell are you even doing? Um, it, because the whole mechanism of action of these hormones is to retain protein from your diet. And if you're not even putting it into the body, they can't do anything. Um, so, so, you know, the more calories that you have in your diet, the less protein that, you know, the, the hormones will need in order to have a positive protein balance and just to, you know, retain that protein and be increasing the amount of protein in your body. So that's like the, the other factor is the more calories you have, the less protein your body requires to be able to store that protein from your diet and keep it. The, least, the less calories you have, the more protein your body needs you to eat and consume in order to be able to add more and more protein from your body. Um, but either way, the uh, protein content that you are consuming should be, you know, astronomically huge. Uh, so, like I said before, um, you should not be eating less than 300 grams of protein per day if you have any interest in bodybuilding, um, especially if you're taking hormones. Uh, if you're taking hormones that their mechanism of action is storing protein, you need to be putting a minimum of 300 grams of protein per day. But I, I recommend 400 grams of protein per day. I strongly, strongly recommend uh, 400 grams of protein per day um, so that, you know, you can uh, make use, take advantage of the effects. If you're taking hormones, man, you, you know, if you're lifting weights, if you're trying to build bigger muscles, well, you know, you got to break that down and understand, well, what am I trying to do? Well, I'm trying to, what is muscle made out of? It's made out of protein. What do I get when I eat meat? I get protein. What is meat? It's muscle, okay? So you have to really just, you know, break that down and understand, okay, so that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm trying to increase the amount of protein that my body stores inside of it. And where does it store protein? It stores protein in my muscle. So what am I gonna do in order to um, make it so that my body, you know, if you want your muscles to get bigger and, and, and you wanna get stronger, so what am I gonna do? Well, I'm gonna eat more protein so that my body can store more protein. I'm gonna do exercise that creates muscle damage and creates a super compensation of protein effect so that my body has a stimulus to build up more protein. And then I'm gonna take hormones like testosterone that make it so that my body is able to do more. They promote the accumulation, the anabolism, the buildup of the dietary proteins that I have. So you're going to increase your protein intake to a huge amount, three to 400 grams per day. You know, some, you know, a lot of pros even do 500. The competitors that I work with, no one eats less than 400. Okay. And, and, uh, they, the results on that are, you know, amazing. If you want to be good at something, you got to find the people who are already good at it. They're having great results and you got to copy what they do. Okay. And you got to hang out, hang out with them, be like them. Okay. Don't be reading studies. Don't be reading your, your dumbass science that isn't true and, and be thinking, oh, this is the way to do it and, and outsmarting your body when something works and instead you look at some paper that some lab 
lab guy has done there. None of these guys that are like all science-based and, and, you know, like science-based bodybuilding. None of them are, are big motherfuckers. None of them are the giant motherfuckers. They're all, they're always, they don't know. They have no idea what they're fucking doing. They are, uh, you know, the, the bodybuilders are the real bodybuilders, you know, are ahead of the science. Okay. And, and, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, somebody just now commented, P-Dog said stupid science. Yeah. That, that's it. The science is, is totally bullshit. It's totally dog shit. You know what the science said until the 1990s is they said anabolic steroids don't produce muscle mass and they don't increase strength and power and acceleration. They don't do any of that. Okay, that's what the science said, uh, the medical science. And then that changed. That changed when finally, you know, from 1930s to the 1990s. Uh, you know, all the science had been, you know, paid because the science is just controlled by people who, you know, pay for it to, to make it whatever they want it to be. And it all said that steroids don't work. And then finally they changed that. They decided, to, oh, you know what? Now the science has changed. Um, so that's the thing with science is it always changes depending on who's on in power and who wants, you know, whatever to be said, to be said, whose money interests are... Um, uh, you know, who's in control, how does this make them uh, be able to make more money, how does it protect money from certain other medications that may be being in production, or, you know, whatever food products, you, you know, are being made, how can they make more money from this, you know, and then they pay for scientists to produce results, that's why there's always like, uh, you know, you know, needing to say, you know, what are the conflicts of interest, or who paid for these studies, okay? Because they pay the scientists to produce studies that will make it to have results that will be beneficial for, you know, whatever these powerful interests are, these uh, oligarchs, these people who control science. Um, <laughs> okay, so you can completely 100 fucking percent disregard science, okay? The only thing that science is good for is it's good for taking what you've learned the logic that you've done, the hypothesis that you have from your experience, and then adding support or taking away support for those theories. You use it, you can look at scientific studies and you go, okay, so do, does this add, does this add support for, you know, what I've found to be true or does it take away support from what I've found to be true? And then you go, okay, well, that's interesting. And then you keep on experimenting, okay? And you keep on doing what you know what you know works, what you find out works. Science is just one little thing that you'd be like, okay, well, here's something that supports or takes away from my opinion, all right? So this is how, um, you know, I just now explained to you basically how diet works in bodybuilding, how insulin works in bodybuilding, how uh, male hormones, testosterone, etc., works in bodybuilding how protein works in bodybuilding and uh you know i'm gonna leave it leave it at that for today this, this podcast you know i don't want to i don't want to mumbo jumbo it up with uh, a bunch of stupid talk about you know all these uh stupid anabolics uh because you know if you don't have these basic principles you know 100 percent down then you know what all this other stuff about, you know, what if I take Tran? What if I take D-Ball? What if I take Inadrol? What if I increase my dosage of EQ? What if I take growth hormone? What if I uh, take this ratio of uh, high test, low trend? 
all you all that shit is is fucking pointless man if you're not doing these other the the this video this 30 minute video that i just you know explained to you guys if you're not doing this shit then all that other shit is fucking pointless literally fucking pointless all right so <laughs> so that's the end of the podcast go to bodybuilderinthailand.com and look on the homepage click on ultimate guide to roids the first article on the homepage is my book 109 page ebook it's $19 it's the best bodybuilding information on the internet and uh, go check that out get my book ultimate guide to roids 109 page ebook by Dan the bodybuilder from Thailand see you guys next time